Podcast. What does it say Craig is thinking? On my screen? Not here. It says he's recording. Oh. It does. Well, he was deep in thought on my screen. So there's that. Anyway, we're back after a a week off, which we did warn people about. You know, we did say on the week that me and Perry recorded, we weren't doing a podcast last week. Yeah, but um, then I I didn't get the podcast out till Monday because I completely I, forgot. I posted and had to delete <laughs> an image that I said, like, please stand by. We're on, like, vacation until September, like, 16th. Because I was like, oh, you just didn't have time to do it. Like, it was a Monday. And then I think it was, like, literally 15 minutes later, I saw that you had posted it. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, so. I yeah, like, I, got it. I, I got it out. I didn't yeah. do that. Yeah, I just thought, like, because you were away, you, like, didn't get a time. So I was just like, I'll just say there's not one. Yeah. No. We, we, I, got, I couldn't not put that out. I got you out of bed early for that. Yeah. Yeah. What does that mean? Yeah. Well, like I said, I, I, I wouldn't mind if you were on holiday. Um, but we did get up early to record it. <laughs> um, and I was dying that day. Like, I, I'm not an early starter, man. You know, I, uh, I'm very lazy. So, you know, but mm. we're back and all of us are here. So it might be a bit weird because we're always a bit mental when all three of us come back after like weeks off for some reason. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. It's called we, love. It's called love. You know? And, uh, yeah, we got a lot of D23 crap to get through, basically. And so, yeah. Um, also, Queen's dead. <laughs> yeah, maybe we should not FYI. record. Maybe we shouldn't record. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shouldn't record. Uh, I'm, yeah. I'm loving the backlash from Santa Parks, by the way. It's amazing. Santa Parks? <laughs> they said they're shutting on Monday. Did you not see? I saw McDonald's <laughs> shutting on Monday. I'm feeling yeah, about it. You know, <laughs> like <laughs> I saw Pevy's tweet that he liked. I think it was you that said about Morrison's shutting on Monday. So you need to get there Sunday for the yellow stickers. White tries. White tries. White tries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I've seen a lot of like. Well, I don't know if there's a lot, but I've seen a, a few like Pevy tweets like in uh, a lot of grievances he's got. You know, <laughs> like. What? What's he been liking? Looking up to? <laughs> well, you know, he's yeah, he's just like everybody else, you know. Like, <laughs> What's he gonna go through his Twitter? What have you been doing, Peppy? We're not my gonna like, go through his Twitter. Like my my likes are stupendous. To be fair, <laughs> you know. Um, Did you see my one one trying to comfort your upset friend? I th- think so. It's the new Zelda. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah, okay. like I don't know. I I've liked I've liked some. I was like, you know, the four headlines of the of uh, about the Queen and whatever. Like, you know, we're not royalists on you. I think we've made that clear in the past. Um, not that we, you know. <laughs> Nick, look in the Discord chat. That's funny, man. We can just say that out loud, right? Yeah, end of tears, King. But it's one <laughs> yeah. of those things because it's 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 the new Zelda game, right? And they've blocked off a bunch of stuff, so it just looks like it says end of tears, King. It's quite funny. It made me chuckle. How yeah. do you feel? It's been about having a new prince. It must be over in the moon, I imagine. 
Oh yeah, yeah, love it. You know, just wells, mate. Yeah, just you should be grateful. You should yeah. be grateful that you know it's a reminder that like England like has conquered us or something. You know, like well done. Like, <laughs> I'm not like about Welsh independence or anything. I don't care. But like, um, sounds like you do, mate. Yeah. No, I'm I don't. Grateful. I'm grateful. So yeah, <laughs> a little bit. Well, I'm grateful for being conquered. Yeah. yeah. We've worked yeah. really hard as Prince of Wales. <laughs> yeah, they do work really hard to be fair. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Like he was he was around my ends a few a few uh, few years <laughs> ago, you know? Show some flipping respect. Have some respect for old sausage fingers. Right? Yeah, yeah. But um His yeah, hands that's... do look a bit weird, don't they? Mm. They look painful his his fingers, you know. Like <laughs> I see that one with the ring. That ring needs to come off. They need to get circular. That ring doesn't get off, Nick. You know, like that's gonna be stuck. You know, that's a ring of power. You know, for staying on there. But <laughs> some of the little finger as well. Um, I don't know. Has he got arthritis? It's, it looks like it has to me. I don't know. You know, in his hands. I can't believe we're on like arthritis now. You know. Come on, then hands. I mean, for not no offense to the new king. But for not doing a single day's work, those hands look like they've been through hell. <laughs> I was about like to make a really inappropriate joke. And just... <laughs> oh, uh, stop. I, I uh, can, we don't I need just... the explicit tag on this. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, well, should we move on to D23? I'm the queen if you want. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure there's some people who like the, the royals mm. and probably aren't too thrilled. About us, you know, not being respectful and recording the podcast. You nah, know? it's all good. It's all good. Um, so yeah, uh, Tales of the Jedi trailer. Do you want to start with that? Uh, Nick, you're sensational. The one... Yeah, I was gonna say you're the one who's most excited for this show, right? Out of the three of us. Uh, not really, but I am now. After <laughs> that trailer, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, am I just? I'm a brain fart. Like, oh, you were. Yeah, you're not on form today. I thought you were. To be fair, me, I, I'm alright with it. Like, I'll watch it. Like, I'm not stoked. Right. Um. Oh, wow. It looks great. To be fair, like the quality looks like yeah. it's gone up another notch. Yeah, of course. Like, you know, and the stories they're supposedly telling are like pretty interesting ones. You know. Um. Like I said I'll watch it. Like all the episodes come out October 26th. Um. Yeah, I think it'll be good. Like they're short anyway, so they they won't take too much of of our time, and that means that Bad Batch has been delayed as well, which people aren't happy about. But it's literally no skin off our nose. Um, hey. delayed- Especially on this podcast, we love that show. <sighs> yeah, I'm just gonna get you to like watch them. I think Nick and review them for us. Hey, I liked the last episode. I thought it was alright. I I'm quietly confident about the next series of that. I don't know Do why. Want to watch it and review it, Bev? No, but I'm quietly <laughs> confident about it. Like I don't know. Like I just, I'll think I'll watch it all at the end. You know, they always take a season to warm up these animated shows. Saying that, I don't remember the first seasons of Rebels being quite that dire. No, they weren't. And like, I go with you. I even think I'd rather watch Resistance over Bad Batch. And I didn't think that was a great show. It's just the, the problem with Bad Batch was it was like you had a couple of good episodes at the at the start, a couple of good episodes at the end. Rest in the middle was all filler, taking side missions from Fat Bosk, you know. 
like don't care so um and like from the, from the trailer it looks like they're taking just even more missions from fat bosk so yeah boy yeah one thing people have brought up is now that uh, the bad batch is in january instead of september um do you think the mandalorian is delayed only because before d23 the social media like bio for the mandalorian said season three in february 2023 which is what they announced at celebration but since then it just says 2023 they've removed february so do you think like because bad batch is coming out in january we might not get mando maybe to like april to coincide with celebration maybe i'd imagine so if it's all pretty much done isn't it katie sarkoff said it's pretty much done so no, I think that's good. They've been pretty consistent with that, haven't they? Yeah, I just don't like. I don't know. Like, why remove the February thing? You know, like when you announced that three months ago, I like you know, publicly announced it. So I don't yeah. know. Like, I don't mind if it's delayed till April. Like, we'll see it. Well, no matter what, you know. But it does have a knock-on effect, you'd imagine. So Ahsoka and Skeleton Crew would probably get a bit of a delay as well. What did um, you make of the whole D23 thing? Because I see some people saying it was great. Like, for me, that was good because I just see the trailers and stuff. But I saw... But like, people go there, don't they? It's like a, it's like it's, a thing, isn't it? Convention. Yeah. Uh, mate, it's a bucket list thing for me. Is it? Yeah, I'd But love people were saying they were absolutely um, gutted by it and thought it was rubbish. Like, I think he went mad about it. Uh, what's his name? Campia. Uh, people, you know, Campia goes mad on anything. Like, a lot of people don't respect him in the industry for those reasons. Like, he once spent, like, five grand at Disney and, like, was complaining that he didn't get, like, priority treatment or something. I don't know. Oh, like, okay. I, mean, I do know, I get his point a little bit. Like, having been, Pevy was at the last celebration uh, that I went to, too. And I do, like, sometimes it is a bit, like, you know. And yeah, but what, I know there wasn't, wasn't much I, on. Like, we didn't get much in terms of info at that celebration. Well, no. But I don't know. That's yeah, why you're going. Stay at home. If you want news, you'll get the news. Yeah, oh, like, yeah, yeah. Like, there's the things you'll get there is like you'll see exclusive things, right? So, you know. Yeah, but that shouldn't be your main reason for going, in my opinion. No, no, it should be for the experience. But, like, I don't know. Like, the people who were complaining, like, I I think D23 isn't specifically for, like, us, like, Star Wars fans or something, because they're only there to promote, like, their next 12 months, essentially. You know, like, and we know all the stuff that's yeah, like, that's literally you, isn't it, Pevy? That's your, that's your like, pretty much thing, isn't it? What's that, mate? Day 23, because it's Disney, isn't it? So that would be... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like, you know, we're looking at everything they... they well, look, what they did for Star Wars was they was like, here's the Tales of the Jedi trailer and the release date. Bad Batch is delayed. Here's another trailer for Andor, which we don't need to see because we're already invested, but, like, general public, maybe media in that room who aren't big Star Wars fans, sell them on it, you know? Um, and then like they showed the Mandalorian trailer, which they showed back in May to like people in the room. They talked about Ahsoka, but they showed an image. They showed an image of Skeleton Crew. They didn't do a lot. They just promoted what they got coming out over the next twelve months. You know, like celebration, they'll announce and promote things that are years away. You know, um, it's not a Star Wars event, so it's like and it's the same thing. Even for like when you look at the Marvel and the and the Disney Pixar stuff they did there. Like, the Marvel stuff, everybody was expecting, I think, Comic-Con 2.0. 
and then they didn't do it. They just gave us updates on things we knew about. And I think people have got into this weird expectation with these conventions. Like the, the, their sole purpose is not to announce new stuff. It's for people to meet up and to see like exhibits and buy think, stuff. Basically, that's the whole. That's what a convention's for. It's, it's not like a flipping. I think that's specifically what D twenty three is as well. Like they keep things. It's a fan meetup. They they advertise D twenty three as a fan meetup. Yeah, but like with D twenty three as well, like the announcements are generally like pretty like kept in. Like they're not like, oh yeah, we're announcing a project which is three years away. You know, like like I said, they're trying to do stuff that is, you know, in the foreseeable future. Like at least, at most in the like the next two years. You know, like I think it was the Disney panel, right? That had the things furthest away, like you know, the Lion King and wherever. Um. Yeah, and that's the thing. If it's Star Wars Celebration, we know we're getting like announcement panels for like things that are going to happen, you know, years to come. Like they do the Luke's Film Showcase, and they're like, "Yeah, Taika's doing a movie in twenty twenty four or twenty five or whatever, right?" You know, like. But yeah, I I do don't think know. it was enough. Then do you think it was good enough as a festival itself, as a convention? D twenty three. For what they want to do, probably, but like. I don't know. I'll tell you, uh, we'll get to it, but in terms of the right. parks, no. Like park. The one the one thing the, I the wanted parks, the parks people are not happy. All <laughs> all all the Lucasfilm stuff is exactly what I expected. Yeah. I thought maybe they'd bring out the new Ezra guy because like that came out like a couple days beforehand. Like I thought maybe because it's in LA they would have brought him on stage and be like, this is uh, Ezra Bridger, like in the Ahsoka show. Um, yeah. Ezra Bridger. That's it. They didn't. And my expectation for Luke's film was met. But Marvel, the only thing I kind of wanted was a Fantastic Four cast announcement. But like, I think it was Deadline that came out and was like, because Matt Shackman has only recently been hired to direct, casting is going to take longer because he wants to pick his cast, like not Marvel. You know? So, Yeah. But I don't know. And she didn't. Uh, the Mandalorian trailer. What did you think of that one? Like as we get through the Luke's film panel. Did you guys sure, watch? Sure was a trailer. <laughs> In mental, even though we'd seen it already. Yeah, you know, leak. This is the problem with like showing things exclusively in the room. They leak, so you know, it kind of takes the wind out of the sails. Yeah, love so that scene. Is... Yeah, wow. but it's seeing that scene of them. Mandalorians fall out of the plane just gets me every time. Oh yeah, like I think it's a pretty decent trailer, you know, like mm-hmm. for, specifically for like a teaser trailer, you know, like it's pretty good. But um, the Mandalorian is I really hope of- we're going to Mandalore a lot. We like to say that I know, like um, Pevy says it's always a um, monster of the week thing, but I really do hope it oh, changes we- this season. Yeah, we're getting from what I understand a fair bit. Like, we're going into the minds of Mandalore. We're seeing a, a mm. Mythosaur. Like, you know, there's battles going on there. Like, you're seeing quite a bit of Mandalore this time mm. around. Um, You know, but again, like, this this could be further away, like, than five months, which is what it is right now. Um, But, yeah, like, I'm not... No, if I had a choice of, like, the three, like, the three shows that are releasing next year, uh, Ahsoka, Mando, and Skeleton Crew... If I had to like watch one, if they said I could watch one right now, I'd pick Skeleton Crew. Not really? because I don't, 
like Mando or Ahsoka, I do. It's because you kind of know what you're getting with both of those shows. Like with Skeleton, mm. it's the unknown, and it's something new. Um, you know, it's the first one that John Favreau or Dave isn't writing. You know, like it's John Watts, and it's inspired by eighties Amblin. Like that's the one I'm most curious about, rather than the other stuff. And I wish they gave us a bit more information on skeleton crew but again it's so far away like it makes sense that they wouldn't um yeah so i don't know if you guys had to pick one which one would you want to watch right now out of those three uh what was three mando skeleton crew and ahsoka probably yeah same as you skeleton crew just because it's the unknown no because it's not ahsoka Oh, you got beef? <laughs> no, I'm just not bothered. I just don't get the hype, to be perfectly honest. I just think she's a normal <laughs> character. I Neither do I. Yeah. <laughs> but I think the Ahsoka show, the hype around it is more so it's the Rebel sequel, essentially. You know? Yeah, I think I'd be more excited about that if we didn't have Ahsoka shoved down our flipping yeah. throats yeah. every year. If it was called the Rebels, you know, yeah, show, then I'd be all over it. So which one are you most excited for, Pev, out of the three? Like you want... Oh, so we're all on the same page then. <laughs> like, yeah, 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 yeah. We all want to watch Skeleton Crew. Yes, sir. I'd, uh, right now, I yeah. I just don't. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying not to sound like a, just a down -arm. I just don't care about the Mandoverse at the moment. Any reason That's why? fair enough. I just, I just, I don't know. I just found myself, like, I watched that track. I don't think I ever watched the leaked one. Right, okay. Um, and I watched this one, and I was like, okay. Like, I don't, I don't really, I don't know. I'm very, like, I'm much more into, like, and this, again, it's probably no surprise that Last Jedi is my favourite film. I'm much more into, like, the mystical elements of Star Wars. Like, right. I know this is an unpopular opinion. I just don't care about the Manda. I don't care about the Mandalorians. <laughs> I, I just don't like. You enjoy the show though, like you know. Yeah, yeah, I do. I give the the show is sort of an easy. It's very it's an easy watch. Um, I just like 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 again, it's all personal preference, baby. You like um yeah oh, baby. Nick Nick said he like got all. <laughs> Excited seeing the Mandalorians jump, Mandalorians jump out, and I've, I felt I feel nothing. I feel empty when I see that. So, yeah, like my favorite you know I mean? Star Wars is like the Jedi stuff, you know, like the yeah, fourth. and I, I, like I'm glad that we seem to be getting to a point where everyone gets a bit of what they want. Like to be honest, I'm way more excited for the Acolyte. Yeah, that's probably my most anticipated. But also like. I say that, but I'm really interested in 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 the politics of what, what like the political drama of Andor. So, oh yeah, it's not just the mystical stuff. I don't know. Like I just, I'm like, I don't want to sound like one of these guys that's just like annoyed all the time. I, I kind of just think like, I feel like they they're hedging a little bit. Like I I didn't. I don't really like that Grogu went back in the middle of Boba Fett. Like if no no, got, I was I wasn't happy about that. Like, if you went and got him back in, like, the first few episodes of The Mandalorian, fair enough. It just, it just kind of bothers me. Um, it, is a weird, it was a weird choice, I think. 
And yeah. you're even going to have to do a little recap, aren't you, at the start of the show? Well, that's what it feels more. like. It was like, oh, so that whole plot point was just so they could squeeze Luke in. To me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and I'm sick. I don't like cameos for the sake of cameo. And I really liked that episode when it came out. Um, and I can't, yeah, it made me feel stuff. But um, I, now I'm like, oh, there was no point to any of that. Like, the whole point of Luke Skywalker showing up and taking Grogu was so they could have Luke Skywalker show up and not for any real story. And that does make me lose confidence a little bit in the writing team, to be honest. Yeah, but we kind of always said that, you know, something like The Mandalorian, it gives fans what they want and expect. You know, like, people were complaining about, like, you know... Yeah, but people love season one so much because it wasn't what they wanted to do. They, they were shown what they liked. <laughs> It's predictable, isn't it? Like it's this, like the Mandalorian is, and again, this is, I'm not saying this is a bad thing. I think this is a good thing. And I think it's stability that the fandom probably needed. I don't think season one was that though. You don't think season one was just like a pretty easy ride for everybody? It was an easy ride, but it wasn't what season season one and season two are very different beasts. Season two became let's put every character in the world. In. Oh, that became like um, yeah, I don't yeah, mean, like, cameo central. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't and I think cameo. and now having like, seen what they did with Grogu. Um, that's all Luke Skywalker was. It was a cameo for the sake of a cameo. Yeah, I don't. I'm not saying that it's the cameo thing. I'm saying in general. I think the Mandalorian is like the safe bet. It's and again, it's not a bad thing. And like you know, there was that period of time where like the subvert expectations, like not with Lucasfilm, but as a whole in media, it was like everybody was mo like mocking the subvert expectation thing because the Last Jedi did it and. Game of Thrones and like all these other things, right? And people were complaining about it. Just, but the Mandalorian gives you what you expect. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't try and go outside of the box and it doesn't try and. No, yeah, I trick you. But like, I think I think season one is better for that than season two. Yeah, I, I don't. Season know one I mean. is like a much smaller scale conflict, and then suddenly every other Star Wars character appeared in season two, what, and it, what about, like. Season three, then, like that's gonna be, you well, know, I yeah, that's what I mean. I worry about it. Like yeah. that's probably why my expectations are tapered because what was meant to be like a massive deal in the in the we spoke about it, how flipping ballsy it was. I remember thinking because again, I had quite a lot of faith in the writers of the show. I remember thinking, oh wow, they took Grogu away. That's like ballsy. Mm -hmm. Now, like, we get to see, like, what the Mandalorian's about. And, and I expected, always expected Grogu to come back. But, literally, not even a. There's not going to be an, a Mandalorian episode without without Grogu. And, like, we had a Mandalorian episode without Grogu, but it wasn't in the Mandalorian show. So, most people will probably miss that. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I just think it, I think it just, it, it, may, it makes me worry a little bit. I'm not but worried like, about the third season, like, because they seem to be focusing more on like a conflict on Mandalore and Mandalorians versus Mandalorians, you know, like they seem to have. Does does the fact that they did just shoehorn a Skywalker cameo in not concern you a little bit? Um, not really. Have, it could have been a Toka, really, when you think about it. Yeah, but like when you look at, <clears throat> you know. Like Ahsoka's put in there so she could have her own show, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, true. Is Zan above you? Not really. Like, okay. 
Because, because the thing is, with, even with Luke, like, you put Luke in there, he's in, what do you call it then? He's in Book of Boba Fett with Ahsoka. And I think the Ahsoka series is kind of running concurrently with the Mandalorian. Like, it's all happening at the same time. So I think, like, the Luke stuff, that'll play into Ahsoka. You know, like, they, they are trying to make this little... It's their version of the MCU, essentially, right? Like, all the projects are, like, deeply connected to one another. In the, the Mandoverse, like tv space right i don't know about the movie everything else but and again it's like if we didn't watch wandavision we we might we would have lost a lot from doctor strange right you know us watching wandavision helped that movie if we didn't but one thing one thing i'll say about those about the marvel shows is even when they're middling right which i think miss marvel was a very middling show it was a seven out of ten Miss Marvel and Mando are. Uh, I think the Mandalorian. In terms of, Mandalorian is probably a slightly better show, but in terms of, in terms of just like predictable, like safe, like it's similar in that in that regard, right? But like they never dedicated, like I don't know, like I never felt like while I was watching Miss Marvel, oh, this person is just here to set up their own show. No, but again, like, like they're doing an Agatha show. But while I was watching WandaVision, I didn't think, oh, she's her only purpose here is so she can have her own show. I don't even think it was. You know, I think they just did that based off of fan reaction to her. I don't think they should have. Even don't done. you think? Don't you think that's a better way of writing a story? <laughs> yeah, but if they, you know, if Dave, well, Steve, right? So like, his his dream is probably to make it a live action Soka show. So if he needs to feels like they need to weave that in then you know that's the way they did it i'm not saying like it didn't feel like you know episode of the week cameo of the week sort of thing when you had no do you know what? even the ahsoka thing i'm not that bothered like just it's like uh, that sort of that that season's main thing was get grogu to his own kind right that was sort mm. of that season's whole arc yeah and yeah. In that arc, it ending with Luke Skywalker picking him up is brilliant. Yeah. But that arc is, appears to be completely irrelevant at this point. So mm-hmm. I'm like, what was the point of that? Yeah, I, no, I, th- I think that the point of it is obviously that Grogu doesn't want to be a Jedi. He wants to be with Din and be a Mandalorian. But I think, again... We've said could, it. Like, I think could the you process argue, was... Could you argue that the execution of that has been off? Yeah, I think I think they should have had like more time. Like, they, they could have given us an episode, the, the, the Boba Fett episode we had, where Din goes to the planet Luke's on and he sees Grogu there with Luke or whatever. Like, that still could have happened. That's fine because he doesn't. They don't interact with each other. They don't see each other, do they? On in that episode, even, even if like the first two episodes of Mandalorian season three had been those yeah. two episodes. It pro- I would sit a lot better with me, but as it stands, it feels like they did it just so they could, I don't know. I'm, I'm a, I'm a cynic. I, I don't know. It just feels like they did it purely so they could get a Luke Skywalker cameo in. Um, but again, I, the- I don't know. Like it, for, for me, that's just like, I don't mean that's very strong story wise. But, yeah, but that's again, what like, the Mandalorian does all of that stuff, though, right? It's like what I was saying that they're just pretty predictable. He gives fans what they want and what they expect, and you know, 
a yeah, lot. Of... Like, I just, I don't know. I don't think season one was like that. It was become that then, like you know. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like you got like the Spurs uh, in um. Yeah, oh, I'm gonna say like episode the... in Tatooine, uh, but it didn't feel like the whole reason for that episode was to get Boba Fett in the show. It probably was though, right? Like that probably was. Yeah, well, the... then uh, in that case, it, they did a better job hiding it. <laughs> yeah, like. But also, what I'm saying is the Mandalorian as a, as a whole is just predictable and gives fans what they want. The second season, they brought in the cameos. They brought in, like, Luke, Ahsoka, like, Boba Fett had that stronger presence. Like, My where... argument is people don't know what they want until they've got it. And Mandalorian season one, nobody knew that's what they wanted until they got it. And then they were like, oh, this is good. So there is room to be, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I don't know what you like, want. Like, I just don't know. <laughs> like I say, there's plenty of other shows coming out that it doesn't really matter. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just not like overly bothered about the Mando stuff. But I'll still watch it, and I'm just more excited for the other stuff. That's all. Yeah, like, that was deep, man. That's what, that's what I've said before, right? Like, I've done my stupid McDonald's analogy on here before, which is. You know, Star Wars at the moment is a McDonald's, you know, you can go and get the fries, whichever he likes, which is Mandalorian, it's safe, you know, you're getting nothing too, you know, special. And, you know, you can go and get a Big Mac, which could be Andor, you know, get all the juicy politics and, oh, yeah. uh, and all that, you know. Then you can go, you can go and get um, the chicken nuggets, you know, with the Obi-Wan Kenobi show, bring it back an old favorite. Mm. Uh, and many nuggets. Six then you, or nine. Then you move on. You get the happy meal, you know, for skeleton crew. You know, like you get a little toy, you get excited. Cool. You get the McPlant burger if you're veg if you're a vegan for the acolyte, you know. And I uh, like the McPlant. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying is like there's something for everybody. We're all having a good time in McDonald's, you know? Like Yeah. I don't know. I just don't think it's too much to ask that maybe we get a bit of I don't know. At this well, point, I'd even take a Nando's. Me and you have had, like, like a things we've wanted specifically. You know, like, Obi-Wan worked really well for me and you. Like, what we wanted to get in, like, you know, and we, we are in a good, me and you were in a good place with what we wanted from Star Wars. And, like, we, you know, we, me and you had a long, infamous chat before on a stream where we banged on about like we don't want like movie set in familiar like places or time periods and we we're getting tiger's movie which is away from that you know like yeah that logo though am i right the logo is fantastic yeah it just shows yeah. changes the game just shows the different direction that logo yeah mm. <laughs> you know like next <laughs> most of person us you know, he likes the Mandalorian, but Obi-Wan didn't work for him. Like, you know, Boba Fett was okay. Yeah, but know? we only liked Obi-Wan because we're simps. <laughs> what was... Yeah, you <laughs> love it for the nostalgia. Because he said yeah, hello you know, That's why. You know. That's why. Because he said it with the lines. Yeah. Anyone that doesn't like that isn't a fan. Not allowed. Not a real fan. Yeah. You know. Did you watch the documentary of that? Oh, no. Nah. No, I... <laughs> I haven't watched one of those making of documentaries since. Nah. I think, since but uh, Mando's. One, yeah, Mando first one. Yeah. Yeah, I no, I've watched them all. I, the Obi Wan Kenobi one is nice. You know, it's nice to see Hayden and you and and uh, get all nostalgic. 
you know. Yeah, I'll see Same them in season you know. two. It'll be fine. Yeah. Um. Do, do well, I didn't think you were gonna go that way. I tell you. To be fair. Um. Do you want to talk about Willow, Indiana Jones? I don't. I don't, know. I don't about... care. It was nice that uh, Harrison Ford and the kids got to have a photo together. That's about it. <laughs> the kid, that kid's in Loki, season two. Is it sick? Yeah, as he's... as the same character. Yeah. No, he's a TVA agent, unfortunately. Wow. Uh, yeah. Wow, Loki. So the next topic is Pevy Tings. So, mm. Pevy, do your ting. Yeah, we got a very Pevy moany episode today, boys. Oh, God. I, didn't, I didn't come here for this. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's right. bad enough the Queen's dead. <laughs> God save the king. Um, <laughs> you know, telling us he's not like, you know, a monarchist, but I think deep down he is, and that's why he's grumpy. Me? Yeah. Oh, I'm gutted about it, mate. <laughs> Absolutely gutted. Uh, you know he's not had to pay a pound of inheritance tax. Never mind. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Not rest in peace, for goodness not, sakes. Not one pound. Um, yeah. What? My dog barking. She doesn't, she doesn't usually do that. Um, yeah, so D23 was a, f- a, f- a fun time. I said before, my one I always look forward to at D23 is the Disney Parks one. Um, people didn't got... know he's a fan of the Disney Parks. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a massive I'm a shill for the Disney parks, right? Oh, he's a massive shill. I am. I I I go there and I'm like, this is everything that's wrong with the world. But oh. I love it anyway. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, my dog. What is she doing? I wish she'd get on with it. Pretty mucking Heck. up my fly. Um. <laughs> so I look forward to this every, every year. I don't really know why. Uh, and this year, I kind of I kind of hit a breaking point. Um, for many reasons, but the main one is they had this sort of weird few slides where, sorry, i got to stop that, this dog, I don't know what oh, he's doing. Go on, one minute, one minute. Someone's one got minute. some editing to do later, aren't they? Someone's got a lot of editing to do. That's very real, he's not editing it, you know? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I listened in and you were literally talking about nothing for ages. I ain't like editing three any minutes. of this, mate. I'm not editing any of it. Um... <laughs> yeah, they had like these mental few slides where they're like, now we're going to show you some things that we th- we think we might do. And they just started showing all these like weird concept photos. Like, this is a possible cocoa land behind Big Thunder Mountain. We're also looking at maybe doing an Encanto. And it's just a bunch of sketches. And they were like, we don't know. We might do it. We might not. <laughs> this is like the biggest end. This is like... Who are, what is this company? No, it's in this people's complaints about the whole thing. Like some people are saying you didn't get enough information, and then this sounds like it's almost too much information. It's that's pointless. Information. They're just like, yeah, oh, we might do it. And so people were like, oh, so when's this coming? They were like, oh, we don't know if we're even going to do it. We might do though. <laughs> but and they're like, what have you actually got to announce? Oh, John Favreau's here. You can meet the Mandalorian in the parks now. Okay, cool. Uh, what else? Oh, you could meet the Hulk at Avengers Campus. Have you seen the Hulk that you can meet at Avengers Campus? No. 
No. I'm like, I, at first I, I saw the text, you can meet the Hulk, and I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, it's going to be an interesting, like, costume. <laughs> think of the, the worst. I think I've seen it. Yeah, now you mention it, I think I have seen it. It's the worst possible way you could flip in meet the Hulk. I Why? guarantee you're not expecting this. I've just sent it in the chat. Hold on. It's just loading. A bit in the chat. Is it flipping Infinity oh, War man. outfit? <laughs> Who meet the Hulk like that? He's got a helmet on. Yeah, that's weird. And then they had like a bunch of. Then they showed him like talking, and uh, like it's not Mark Ruffalo talking. No way. It's like yeah. the worst Mark Ruffalo impression I've ever heard. Anyway, I digress. Meeting groups is basically the only thing they announced. They did uh, tell a lie. There was some good stuff for Hong Kong. Uh, there was a new. They're doing a new sort of multiversal ride at the California Avengers Campus. But the weird that? part to me was just like all this weird just like this it's like a fever dream it's like look at all this stuff we might do but probably not um, did they say anything about France? about France? yeah yeah they gave like a small landscaping update so that's cool okay. um <laughs> yeah it was just man it was just it was just bizarre it was just really weird and then they sort of showed like the uh princess and the frog uh overlay they're doing uh, the re-theme of Splash Mountain and like a lot of the stuff which they showed in concept art didn't make it which is quite normal but that it just showed all of the basically all of the the budget cuts and I just think uh, this along with the the sort of the, the Disney movies showcase was just like it, it's just a complete lack of imagination because also what like a lot of us park purists like is like the original uh, attractions which you know have their own story you think of the obvious ones you think of ones like Haunted Mansion and Pirates of the Caribbean um, they're good because they are their own story uh, not because they're based on anything and they just don't seem to want to do that anymore and it's just a real shame it's just a real shame and I'm upset about it and Bespin said that Bob Chapek came up to booze so glad to wow. hear that oh really yeah, not all booze, but there was booze there on the, the first day of it. So I think that was Thursday he came out to booze. Um, and I thought they'd ask people to actually have the balls to do that. I well, didn't... the crowd at D23, I wasn't that surprised. The crowd at D23 is the exact crowd that would be booing him. Because I guarantee wow. most, most people don't don't know who Bob Chapek is, really. Um, Bob, as they call him, though. Bob. Paycheck. Bob Paycheck, yeah, that's it. Um, for the movies, was there any movie thing that you were slightly interested in? Uh, like watch the National Treasure trailer, was like, mate, this ain't it. And then they played a bit of the uh, old National Treasure music, and I was like, oh, maybe it is it. And then <laughs> Riley showed up at the end, I didn't know he was in it. Yeah, which I won't lie, which I won't lie, has got me hoping. It's got me hoping. <laughs> Are you going to watch it then when it starts airing? Like, is, it, is it Aaron Nitsche? Uh I don't know. I might do. I might just see see what happens. But Riley being in it, that's a big plus for me. And if Riley's in it, that means it's in the same universe, which means okay. there's a chance. There's a chance. Yeah. The Haunted hey. Man, like, I know they didn't release it to the public, but apparently they had, like, a really good reception there. Like, people enjoyed 
what they saw. Yeah, all excitement for that is gone now. Jared uh, Leto, 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 whatever his name is, isn't it? I just that that guy is a kiss of death to every film he's in. So you and think? Say again. You think it's going to be bad now because Leto is in Haunted Mansion? I just, as a rule, don't want to watch anything he's in. I think he's a bad dude. Yeah, he is a bad dude, but... Oh, I just realised what you're about. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, uh, you know... I think he's a bad dude, and I don't even think... It's not even, like... There there are, like, bad people that are entertaining to watch and are good good actors. Um... Tyler Buff, for instance? Sure. Yeah, sure. Exactly. Uh, I was going to think of like other night. Like, someone like, and I'm, I'm not, this guy will never get work again, but someone like Kevin Spacey, you know, like, I might rewatch mm. House of Cards in the future. Um, and he's a bad dude, but, like, he's a good actor and he's captivating. It, it, like, Jared's just not even, like, I don't, I, just going to say it. I don't think he's a good actor. I don't think he's, he's not been good in anything I've ever seen. Shocking. He's a, he's he's a not, terrible actor. I think he, I, d- I genuinely think he is. No, he's not right really there. Is. That that yeah. guy is like he looks about twenty five and he's like in his fifties. So something's gone wrong there. He's just got that one good role where he does a good performance as Dallas Buyers Club. Everything else, he he's classic yeah. case of coasting off of an Oscar win, and I don't know how. It's, I genuinely think people keep hiring him so they can say Oscar winner. Jared, Jared Leto. I, I I don't know why else he'd be hired. I, I love Blade Runner, but I don't know why he's in it. 2049. He's good in the Blade Runner role, though, because he just plays a creepy dude. Like, I know what you mean, but you, like, I needed to see him like going ham on someone or something like that. Do you know what I mean? It's just like, it was almost like a weird, like, yeah, the, boss. Yeah, I don't think that's a Leto problem. I think that's the, a character problem. You yeah, know, the, right, right, yeah, true. He, he was just written to be this maker and he doesn't do anything else he's just weird like you know he's again like Leto was Morbius and you expect him to go really weird for that like in his performance and he doesn't it's like one of the most subdued Leto performances there's ever been and it's like weird for it and then the opposite end you have Matt Smith doing a weird dance throughout the film you know like yeah that's magical we love uh, my boy but like Disney just love Leto though, I feel, because they he's the lead in the next Tron movie. So they... Yeah, and again, I'm like I'm annoyed about that. I like Tron. I'm not interested in him. Mm. The Little Mermaid trailer. Uh I'm not we saying I that. I'm not saying I enjoy it or not. Like I'm I I'm in the middle, I don't really care. Like it's just teaser, it doesn't show a lot. But the thing I've loved about the Little Mermaid trailer is like all the reactions on like TikTok and stuff. And absolutely lovely, yeah. yeah. Little kids like watching the trailer and like getting so hyped to see, you know, somebody who looks like them, and you know, that's obviously that's why, why it's important. Yeah, exactly. And you know, that's just you know, got 1.7 billion dislikes on YouTube. Like the tra- that, that <laughs> tries 1.7 billion dislikes. 1.7 million. Million. For goodness sake! Like it's, it's world shocking. Oh, any of you surprised? <laughs> no, of course not. No, but like you know, it's. Like I said, I'm just, um, oh, I don't know. I just, again, I don't know. I don't know why it's a big deal. Right, though, like, the panel for the Disney movies and and Pixar was like, because they did them together, they were uninspired. Like, you know, they're like, 
the Pan and Wendy thing is happening next year. The yeah, it's like Inside Out too. Ooh. The Inside Out too, and they refused to like uh, pay Bill Hader and Mindy Kaling like a decent like wage for it, so they're not coming back. What? Yeah, they, uh, they offered them both a hundred grand each, which is I think around the same or maybe less than what they earned the first time around. So they said no. You can't like, do it that way. So, there's something really weird with the ownership that, like, sit, like this is like something. This it's just proper weird, isn't it? Yeah, but there's something strange going on. Like it, it won't last. Um, we've seen this before. So you know, uh, this, this happened with with Michael Eisner before. So mm. to sort of his latter half, um, they just he flat out refused to pay uh, Steve Jobs uh, what what uh, Steve Jobs thought Pixar was worth mm. um, to continue their exclusivity deal with them. Yep. So we were facing a prospect of Pixar going and making films for someone else. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, what's his name? Eisner gets sacked. Uh, Iger comes in. First thing he does is he goes, right, uh, we're not just going to make a deal with you. We're just going to own you now. <laughs> <laughs> Which, say what you want. I know like Iger was very much like splash the money around, but it kind of worked. It did work, like, yeah. Like, it's a bit like... Uh, it's a little bit like how Chelsea will run under Abramovich. It was like, splash all the money around... But it kind of works, you know? Yeah. It's the opposite it, brothers at the moment. Don't splash the money. They make it no money. They're losing money. Disney. Well, I'm saying, like, Bob Iger is the opposite of what Warner Brothers are doing currently. Yeah, it's like, I, what, like you got to speculate to accumulate, and it's like, say what you want about Disney, like, an Iger. Like, he, I know he's not always the most popular, but... um. The guy, like we got a lot of good under him. There was a lot of bad, but mm. in terms of, we got like a second Disney Renaissance out of him. And I don't, I, I don't, I don't really understand. I don't know. He sort of anointed Bob Chapek as his successor, and I don't know why. I can't yeah. figure it out. All right, like that's been the thing. I don't know if he did it on purpose. But um. Yeah. Yeah, like you said, and the rest of the stuff does feel uninspired. Like Peter Pan and Wendy, and uh, Snow White, and Lion King sequel, all this other stuff, you know. Um, and it's, I'm not saying I'm not excited. I'm not a big Disney fan, like you are, you know. And it's like the remakes, none of them have really gone over well. I know Cinderella did, right? And Jungle Book. First one. Yeah, and Jungle Book was less of a remake, it was more sort of. Yeah, and, you know. Like Pinocchio just came out. I watched it, and I thought it wasn't very good. You know, I haven't seen it, but yeah, like it's just it's boring. Isn't it? It's like do something new. You know, like I'm dreading what they do to Stitch. Um, oh so, yeah, it's gonna be. Woo. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but yeah, like again, like the rest of the stuff as well that Disney did. Like pretty again, this goes to Disney Plus as well. Um. You know, the shows they're making, they're making a National Treasure show. Uh, is that uninspired? You know well, I mean? no, it's not uninspired because there's been a clamoring. Like, this National Treasure films have, like, a, oh, yeah, quite, yeah. They have a big fan base, and there's been a lot of people that have wanted that. Yeah. But they haven't wanted. 
They wanted National tre Treasure 3. They didn't yeah. <laughs> they didn't want a, a spin-off. Got a Santa Claus TV show now? They showed the trailer for that there, didn't they? What, uh, like Tim Allen? Allen, yeah. Oh, great. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it comes up November. Is it well, Tim what else no one asked for? Let's do that as well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the, I, I can't lie, the one that's like got me from the Disney stuff is they like I haven't watched this show, but they announced High School Musical, the musical, the series, season four. Right? Yeah. And uh they said that it takes place whilst high school musical four is being filmed at the school and the kids are gonna be like extras in the <laughs> I kind of like how mental that show is. <laughs> so, bringing back like Zac Efron and Vanessa Hudgens and are all they that. Actually, are they actually coming back? I don't know. That's what the, the thing is, right? Like they, if you're filming High School Musical 4 at the school and then people uh, posted that uh, I think like in June, both Zac Efron and Vanessa Hudgens like separately were stood outside the school taking pictures with it that they're filming at. Maybe. So yeah, like again, I don't watch that show, but if that's what happens in that season, I might tune in for that season. You know, like that's how they get me by playing on nostalgia. So, yeah. Um, is there anything else on the Disney things you want to talk about, Pev? No, that was it. That was it. That's that was all it. my moaning done for this week, by the way. Oh, you moaning? Okay. So you're not gonna yeah. moan about Marvel stuff. The Marvel stuff. Yeah. No, I've got nothing to mind about. Alright, Werewolf by Night trailer. I know it's pretty good. It looks pretty different, pretty unique. That's what we usually get, and that's what I like about it. You know? Directed yeah. by Giacchino. Michael Giacchino? Yeah, the composer. He's directing it. I remember that we covered that story. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Okay. Yeah. I thought it looked pretty cool, though. I thought it looks like unique. Which is... Kind of what I want from Marvel now. I want them to be a bit more experimental, you know? Um, I don't know what you guys thought of it. Like, I assume yeah. you saw it. <laughs> yeah. I thought it looked nice and black and white. Yeah? Yeah. And then Secret Invasion, I thought that trailer was actually very good. Um, it's more of a spy thriller sort of thing. Winter Soldier vibes. I'm way more excited for that show than what I was. So... It did its job. I have no idea what that's all about. Still, after that trailer, I've, I've not got a clue. Lot, but you know, it's the scrolls, isn't it? Secret invasion. Yeah, yeah. So there's that, and then news stuff. There wasn't a lot of news. Um, Captain America Four is like the the villain of that movie. They announced as the leader from the Incredible Hulk movie in two thousand eight. Yeah, that's crazy, that. Yeah, like, that's such a random thing. Um, yeah, he's he's the guy in, in Incredible Hulk who, like, his head starts to get bigger. You know what I'm about, Nick? Oh, I don't. Yeah, have a quick googs, you know? Um, <laughs> um, and then uh, the Thunderbolts, they announced, like, who the lineup is. And I think it's a bad lineup. I don't know about you lot. Did you see the lineup? Yeah. Cool. Well, Florence Pugh and all that. Yeah. 
What do you mean you thought it was bad? As in, is well, it just what we expected? Well, think about it this way, right? Like we've got, yeah. we've got Florence Pugh's Elena, we've got Taskmaster, we've got uh, Bucky Barnes, we've got Red Guardian, we've got Ghost, uh, we've got US Agent, right? Mm-hmm. You have three super soldiers. You're three guys that do the same thing: Red Guardian, Bucky, and US Agent. They are the same thing, right? Like, you probably should add a bit of variation in there. Like, there's all of these heroes are pretty much ground heroes. There's no variation in their abilities other than Ghost. You don't watch it for the abilities. You watch it for the characterization, don't you, man? Come on. I think if you replaced one of the super soldiers with, like, Abomination, for example, like, I think that would have made more sense. I just don't think it's a particularly good lineup. Like, I like the, the actors... Who's, who's doing it? Yeah, I like the characters, but I don't think it's a it's a great lineup. Sounds apparently. like you're here just to moan. I think it, you look at it, it just looks pretty B tech to be honest. In all honesty, Do you know what I mean, <laughs> B tech. Yeah. yeah. Like again, like I said, I just don't think they've got like the right lineup for it. Um, there's no variation really. Um, but I trust it'll be pretty good. It feels more like a Black Widow sequel, just because there's like three characters from Black Widow in it. Um, so, yeah. And again, they didn't announce much else at the Marvel stuff. They showed exclusive things for people in the room, um, which we'll probably get soon, like the Ant-Man trailer and, and whatnot. The most disappointing thing was that they didn't announce Fantastic Four for me. Um, but yeah. like They did, didn't they? They announced Smash yeah. Shot in it, that's it. Didn't they announce when it was coming out? They announced that in July. Oh. So as you are, <laughs> <laughs> like the Daredevil Born Again thing, they brought out Vincent D'Onofrio to talk about Echo, and then brought up Charlie Cox just to say, like, basically that they're doing Daredevil Born Again, which they announced in July. Like there was no update on it; it was the same thing. Twenty twenty four, eighteen episodes. Cool. Like, you know, That's it's quite a lot of episodes, no? Oh, it's a lot of episodes. Yeah, for sure, but. Um, again, like, they didn't really give an update on it, but, yeah. Um, and then we're gonna go to, well, I think we're done with D23. So we're gonna go to Rings of Power, because Nick's got a buggy after Rings of Power. Yes, so, please. Uh, you, you go, you go first. What a boring shit, no, I'm joking. <laughs> it's a slow one. It is slow, but it's probably because it, it feels like a solid hour per episode. It really does... Car, you can't right, me. No, no, no! It's great. I'm loving it. It is. It's slow. And... <laughs> we're so we're so used to the flipping so-called half an hour, but twenty minutes. You know, with credits and all that. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I like it. I do like it. Uh, third episode was definitely a lot better. Resmin, did you see that scene with the flipping horse uh, galloping on the on the beach? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh man, that was like. That was unexpected and just beautiful. I think the show oh. is, as a whole is is pretty beautiful. It's stunning. Yeah. Again, they spent over four hundred and fifty million on it. It's so absolutely stunning. Uh, Pevy, just YouTube that moment the the horse galloping in. Uh, well, I think the whole show looks amazing. Um, oh, galloping, <laughs> of power, trust. Only... on that ten eighty p HD thing. Yeah. 
The only thing I think looks cheap in the show, Nick, is um, you know the half foots. Yeah. Them and their whole little area that they chill out in. I'm not bothered about them. I'm, I'm putting it out there now. I they, feel like I should do it out them. They feel, and that set there in feels like some kind of cheap BBC fantasy show. It might be uh, Lenny Henry is their leader. That's <laughs> just fair to say. Here's Lenny Henry's there, so you know. Um, is it the one where it's got the mountain and the city in the background, etc.? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just like a slow mo of the horse galloping and how. Oh. Horse. It's literally yeah. like three seconds, but it's. Yeah, that is. That was longer than three seconds. That felt like. Yeah, like Ten oh, seconds. I, you know, like. But again, like, even with Nick, I think the third episode is the best episode. Um, I was a lot more invested in the third one than I was the first two. And, it, mm. like. Oh. Like, Game of Thrones is an hour long, but it doesn't feel like an hour. This feels like an hour. Um, yeah. Longer. And, again, I, I think it's because I don't care about a lot of the characters. Like, I like, uh, like, Gladriel is a name, yeah, right? Yeah, sure. I, I need, like, I'm so... I'm only just realising who's who and stuff like that, do you know what I mean? Like, even today we got introduced to the guy that should have thrown the ring in... Uh, yeah, it's like, you know... Like, not that area that they're in with Gladriel and all those in now. Like I found yeah. that interesting and compelling in the latest episode. Like I don't care about the mm. like, I don't you know, I liked seeing the dwarves last week, but I don't really care about anything else outside of like even that dude, he was fighting like those orcs. I didn't really care about that. I just kind of wanted to be back in well, the um, end. Yeah, yeah, like he's fighting the orcs and stuff. I didn't really care. Like I wanted to, to be like that. I'm not saying this wasn't done well or anything, I just think for me, like the most interesting part of it is what's happening with Gladriel and is it Halbrand? Is that his name or Halbrand? Um, with them two, you know. Um, yeah. But again, I think the show is good. I I'm not like in love with it, and I'm not like obviously hating it like a lot of these like racists are, you know. Um, oh, it's, it, what they call it. I saw someone call it something the other day. It was amazing. But you know it's very diverse. But so what, man? Flipping it, just it was a, a good. It was a good tweet. I think it was. I think it was Josh Gad who tweeted it. And um, I, I I'm gonna try, I'm gonna try and paraphrase it. Um, so I might completely butcher it. But um, mm. it was it was basically something along the lines of, look, if you've got a problem with um, a show about like. Oh, I found it. It said, if you watch a show with dragons, elves, or lightsabers that can't wrap your head around people of color in the same series, the choice of character problem, you are. Yeah. You know? And that's the thing. Like, everybody, not everybody, but like a lot of people are just hating on this series because there's a female lead and there's, you know, people of color now. It's kind of striking how I've not watched Rings of Power. I don't really have any interest in it. It's kind of striking how similar it is as a premise, and also the controversies are to um, House of the Dragon. I was going to say it can't be that far off. Yeah, no, it's, it's like super similar. It's like a <laughs> a young blonde protagonist, mm, yeah, <laughs> role, but isn't allowed because of the world she's in, um, and also like. Uh, yeah, like the people have a lot of issues with House Valerion being being black, and it's like they're not black in the books. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. And again, like, it's just people being racist. Like you know, they're the problem. Like you, you know, 
don't know. There's only so much you can say about those sort of people, you know. Um, necessarily racist. Stop it. All of you. But what would you give the show out of, like, 10, uh, Nick? Like, it's been three episodes so far, like, overall, you know, not individually. Six point eight. I'd go for every episode. Six, six, seven. You go like, yeah. You go like super oddly specific, don't you? You go like six. Know, the last one, yeah, the last one's a seven. <laughs> but the other two have been about a six, to be fair. So yeah, I'm going as an overall about a six. You know. Yeah. Like it's fine. It's it's good, but it's again, it's not done anything amazing yet for me. Like it hasn't. I do, I do hope it's just a slow burner. I think it is. I think it will pick up big time. Yeah. Soon. Um, I think so too, but yeah, it's okay. Um, I'm enjoying it. I'm okay. It's okay. I'm like, Are you watching it with Petra? No, no, she's not into that whatsoever. Um, I'm just, you know, relaxing into it, baby. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's us done for Rings of Power then, Nick. If you want to skedaddle, you know, save, save. I mean, it's nothing exciting, and I've got to go to Morrison's. Other stores are available. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. On a flippity flop. Bye bye. Bye bye. Um, right. He didn't watch She Hulk, so I'll just breeze past it. Third episode I thought was bad. Not for any reason that the internet hated on it, which is they twerked. I thought that was fine. I have no <laughs> problem. My problem is just that it's yeah, not. No problem with them twerking, though. No problem with them twerking. It's just no. the. It's just the. Um, I just don't. Like that episode in particular, I just didn't find funny. Like, for a show that's supposed to be a comedy, like, your goal is to make me, like, chuckle or at least smile, you know? Um, I just, for that episode, none of the jokes landed. Anything with the abomination didn't work. None of it worked. It's like, the, the problem I have with the twerking scene is that they, they twerk, that's fine, and then Megan Stalin says, you're way more fun than my last lawyer, and I'm like, that's a good line. But then She-Hulk, like, really sternly says, I will kill for you, Megan Stallion, and it ends. And I'm like... That didn't work. Is that line that didn't work, you know? Um, but on the flip side, the fourth episode that just came out, I think that's the strongest out of all four. Like that's the funniest episode. Um, you might have seen all the memes and stuff on Twitter. Like Madison, her name is. Uh, she's a character in the latest episode, and she ends up becoming besties with Wong, um, who's essentially suing a guy, a magician. Um, who's using like the rings that opens up portals and like he's sending people through them as a magic trick so Wong is like trying to sue him for it um, and that's how Wong meets Madison and they end up like watching the Sopranos together and having a nice little friendship you know um, mm -hmm. it's the strongest episode it's, and again it's probably down to that one actress that uh, whoever plays Madison like fair play like you know and there's some stuff in it, like, relationship-wise with, um, with She-Hulk, and I thought that was pretty well done as well. Like I said, this this episode made me laugh. The last one didn't. So, the show as a comedy is only as good as, as how much you laugh. Right? So, yeah. yeah, so, like, that's right. Right now, the show for me is a five or a six, you know? Like, they had one bad episode, two okay episodes, and one pretty good episode. So... I wouldn't like you aren't you're in this zone of Marvel fatigue or wherever at the moment. Mm -hmm. I would not recommend it to you. <laughs> like, you know, I'd be like, if you want a Marvel fix, go and watch Shang-Chi or go and watch Moon Knight, you know, like 
this mm. shang chi especially shang chi is actually very good this is just okay if if that's then that's at best you know um so yeah but after this though we don't have marvel for a while we get black panther obviously in november but then we got a while then till the next show you know so i suppose after like two shows which were mediocre in miss marvel and uh she hulk so uh, a show that isn't mediocre though and probably the reason you actually shop to these podcasts is hot <laughs> it's good man isn't it? i really like it <laughs> yes uh obviously because we had a week off last week we've got two episodes to go through so do you want to go one yeah we just want to bind them uh because to me the only real highlights of episode three was the daemon stuff you know yeah uh starting to merge in my head as to what happened in each of these episodes to be fair so maybe best just uh you go you go and then i because you got a better brain for this sort of thing and i will yeah so the third the third episode um alicent had her baby mm -hmm. i think and she was pregnant it looked like she was pregnant with a second or she was just carrying the weight still i don't know um she and then with a second one that's a spoiler <laughs> right and um because i couldn't remember the, the other baby she's literally, she's literally carrying she's literally holding the second baby in, in the next episode dude yeah but the, like i didn't know because the baby was big you know what i mean like i didn't know if like it was the first baby it was a know? large baby to be fair really big it was like half the size of it um but yeah so like that episode is them going on the hunt and having that banquet and telling Renera that she needs to uh, find a match for herself. Uh, he won't find a one for her. Like he's leaving it to her. Um, you know she gets attacked by that. Um, the whore. And then, Bobby. rest in peace, Bobby B. Yeah, and Good then you got um, and then you got Damon who's teamed up with the Sea Snake to go and take on. I was gonna say crab people. It's not. What they called, right? They're not crab people, no. But he's the crab killer or the crab feeder. One of the yeah, stuff. I think. Um, and I thought all that stuff was pretty good. Um, again, I think that the the Matt Smith stuff, the Damon stuff in episode three was the most interesting. Like, he was silent through through most of that episode. He's um, he's. I was going to say he's the standout performance, but I don't think he is. I disagreed with myself immediately. Um, the show is just very well done. Yeah, I think the fourth... Kind of incredible how well done it is, to be honest. Yeah, I think the fourth episode is better than the third. Because, like, I didn't... Obviously, we get it, like, a little bit later than the States, right? And mm -hmm. you go on that day, and you'll see everybody hyping it up. And I think they overhyped it. I think they all just saw that last fight that Damon has, and said it was incredible but in comparison the rest of the episode wasn't as good as the end in my opinion um whereas episode four was just like juicy from start to finish you know like again not really any action just no people well there was action it was different kind of <laughs> <laughs> yeah this was a hbo action if you know what i mean it, um it, you, you're heading somewhere to call a pleasure house you know like you're seeing some action um 
And yeah, like, uh, I have uh, a minor, like, it might be an editing choice with with the, some of the pleasure house scenes. Like, not because of nudity. Or no, no, because there's a, there's something I've heard which I think was... It didn't, it didn't convey it well. No, are you talking about... Um, Damon. Damon's like, impotence. He obviously goes to have this moment with Rhaenyra and they kiss him, wherever. And at one point he just hits the wall and you think it's because he can't actually bring himself to do it. Yeah. With niece who's 17, I think she's in this episode. Uh, 18, uh, I think. Right. But he can't bring himself to do it. And that's what it felt like. But then the director or the writer afterwards said, no, he, he does that because he's impotent in that moment. And I'm like, it's badly done. Yeah, that, is not, that is not conveyed. I don't think anyone got that from that. Oh, like... And actually, I think it's a better... Not even that he can't bring himself to do it, just that he's purposefully... I, I took it that he was, like, manipulating her. Yeah, yeah. And, again, this will play into your idea that he was manipulating her, which is, um, you know, the once uh, Damon leaves and then Rhaenyra, like, follows after, you see that little kid? Right, and he walks up the steps, and yeah. eventually he tells Otto. Um, yeah. Before he tells Otto, you see him in the chamber that Matt Smith is in, where he wakes up, like the kid, mm -hmm. and he—I can't remember the, the the woman's name in the show, but it's Matt Smith's uh, like mistress in the show. Yeah, her name is on the tip of my tongue. I can't remember. Yeah, it like, they're talking, and then that kid goes to Otto and tells him. So. What I'm wondering is, was that Matt Smith's plan all along? No, it's it's before. No, you've got you've got your um. But she pays the kid, doesn't she? She pays the kid after. Yeah, that's so, after she's told. So we don't know she's in on it. We, then... Well, I think she's in on it, or Matt Smith is in on it as well, because once he gets called in, he acts as if he has done. The deed. Yeah, because it's in his interest, isn't it? He's like, just, just that's, marry us. Yeah, and that's why I'm wondering if he is the... He came up with the plan of the kid. You know, like, he, he was in on it. Yeah, because, I don't know if he did. Yeah, because obviously the, the early scenes when you first see him, he keeps staring at Otto. Like, he keeps looking at Otto, and obviously Otto and him have a dislike for each other, and Otto is the reason he keeps losing the jobs he he's appointed, right? Hmm. So maybe Matt Smith knew, like, look, if I, one way or another, I win. I can either say I've done it with Rhaenyra and because her virtue was gone or whatever now, um, I get her, I get the throne. And then my kids get the throne. Or he, he, he refuses to believe it. He fires the man who tells him. You know, it's the kind of mind games and manipulation I kind of expect from Damon. Yeah. Either way, it works. Like, for me. and It works, but I don't think it works quite as well as he... I think he want... Yeah. I don't think it works quite as well as he... expected it to. Because I do think his plan was to... wed yeah. Renera. Yeah. Um, it's kind of been his plan from the start. Yeah. Yeah, of course. And, you know... um. 
the rest, like the entire time that you're spending with with the two of them, I think it's weird that people are like that they want this to happen. You yeah, know? it's weird. Game of Thrones does that to you, man. You're like, yeah. oh, you sort of get into the, <laughs> you get into it. You're like, oh yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I'd rather her stay with the looking dude. Like, go there. You Chris know. Yeah. Yeah, but you know. You know that where... couldn't possibly happen. <laughs> right, but it's just you know. <laughs> I even like, the, like she denies it to her father, right? That it happened. And then the next morning, he's basically giving her like the morning after pill, you know? Yeah, like, he doesn't trust her. But I also just, I, you're starting to see uh, Viserys actually act like a king, which I like. Hmm. It's like, um. If, I guess, did you feel sorry for Alison in any of these scenes that she was yeah, in? Totally, I completely feel sorry for her. None of this, she didn't want this. No, like obviously her father. She like, was she was like seventeen, eighteen. Her father like basically well, she was... pushed her into bed with him. Yeah, and then yeah, it was it was like it's the moment when Rhaenyra says to her like, "I don't want to be just pushing out kids. Like that's all I'm good." I don't want to be. I don't want to be. The words were, "I don't want to be trapped in the tower pushing out heirs." Yeah, and it was like, oh, damn. yeah, uh, like former best friend and now yeah, also she was like trying to she was doing her best to sort of be involved in the conversation and then he just started like laughing at her when he she suggested like looking at the tapestries yeah and it's like well like hold on like she doesn't especially know damon that well like, it's not yeah. that absurd like viserys is a complicated character and it's <laughs> I, one thing i'm really curious about with this show is they keep uh, pushing down we keep going back to this prince that was promised prophecy like trying to tie it back into Game of Thrones mm. I think there's like um, do you think there's like a plan to sort of retcon season 8 not with like a remake but like in this maybe in this Jon Snow series maybe I wouldn't be surprised um, yeah I don't know because the stuff they're saying like very much contradicts yeah, the last two episodes they've really like hammered it home, like the song of ice and fire and the prince that was promised. Um, yeah, if if like no knowing that it is a Jon Snow show coming, it does feel quite coincidental that this is all occurring at the same, you know what I mean? Like at the same time. Um, yeah. Are you trying to? Yeah, I don't know. It's um. I'm gonna find like something even more threatening towards the world like wherever he's going now like is you know what i mean he they like because none of it makes sense like why would you hammer it home one you kind of want to forget about season eight like hbo aren't stupid <laughs> they know it wasn't popular um then also you're like uh like oh it has to be a targaryen yeah I mean, to me, it's like it's obvious. It probably should have been Jon Snow, but um, but yeah, like it, it was Aya. So like, it can't be. I I think they're gearing up to. They're leaning on it so much. Like I suspect because George, George Martin's like really involved in this show. I expect they're sort of gearing up to maybe. Oh, one as well. Maybe wreck on it. Yeah, yeah. Um. Is there any other highlights from this episode for you? From the fourth episode? Um, 
Like I said, there's a lot of it's mostly focused on Damon and yeah. On just I just feel like Allison is like a Game of Thrones character that's just she's like a classic Game of Thrones character. Um, just like incredibly just just a tragic character really. Um, but also you can sort of, I, I could see her getting manipulated into becoming mm. especially for like from the next time trailer like i think she's gonna oh i haven't i i never watched the next time stuff so i i don't see any of that um i know the next episode is the last one for the current actresses right as allison and Rhaenyra. yeah they've done incredible like i i actually think the allison actresses like she was born in 03 which is bonkers yeah um She's got a, a future ahead, ahead. Like she's um. I think they all. I think they both do. You know, like I think the Renee actors is very good as well. Like she and yeah, Dave. I just, I, I, yeah, I just. I don't know. I think the Allison character has a lot more complexity to it than Renee. Renee is fairly one note. Oh yeah. Oh, no, like but I'm just talking about like in terms of the performance of the actress. You know. I I think I think the actress that plays Allison. I can't remember her name at all. But her um. Like just her facial acting, mm. uh, superb. Like wicked casting. Oh. Well. This is the thing they've made us attached to these characters now, and like these, these, this version of these characters. When the the new actors come in to take over, they've got to pretty much hit the ground running, you know, because people have kind of already fallen in love with. I think they were. I got good feeling. Like I think both both the actors they've chosen. Oh, sound. So the only the only thing I have with the um, Renera like older actresses, to me, it doesn't look like her. Whereas the Allison actress looks like an older version of this Allison. You know, kind of does. I like saw her side by side, but also, yeah, I, I don't think Ewan McGregor looks like Alec Guinness. So, but like, yeah, I don't know. I'm again, I'm very optimistic about this show now like i wasn't going into it i had pretty much no expectations going in because of season eight and you know it's a different team behind it um but i think they've so far knocked out of the park um viewership keeps growing as well it went up again five percent this week for the show people which, like it man Thrones yeah. is back, baby. yes it's back and um yeah it's the highlight of of the week uh television wise at the moment for me um, I look forward to it far more than I do She-Hulk and uh, Rings of Power you know like this I expect like a great juicy entertaining show week on week at this point um, and yeah like if this is the quality they're going to be passing out then yeah I'm excited for the Jon Snow series and Dunkin' Egg and whatever else they're cooking up you know um, are they doing a Dunkin' Egg one? they said they were I don't know yeah, if this... let him finish the book first. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think that's either never going to happen, or it, it's already done and he comes out when he's dead. Well, no, he's not even finished the Duncan Egg books. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, yeah, that's weird. <laughs> so, I don't know. Um, he's got to be finishing that first. <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, yeah. Um, next week is Andor. I oh, was shit. very much like he's not going to finish. Uh, the books. I kind mm. of 
but with all this and with especially the um uh, like, especially like the prophecy stuff I'm leaning more towards the idea that maybe maybe it's false hope that he's further along than we think he is <laughs> maybe I don't know I again I I honestly don't expect this man to ever finish the books to be honest so yeah I don't know why it's taken him so long uh, what would you give these two episodes oh my I can't really fault these episodes on on itself it's everything I want really I'd go for me it'd be three is a seven and four is an eight yeah they're probably they're probably all nine so far yeah um, and on next week, what's your excitement level? Forgot about it, so... Lovely. Even though we've been banging on about it for like two years. Yeah. You know? Like, and... You know, since we knew who we were writing it, like, banging on about how excited we are. Yeah, um, I, go, I go into this stuff with fairly... Low expectations, and then... Where I am for the rest of the series will sort of probably be based on these three episodes. Yeah, you know what? Difficult like, though, because I'm watching like what I think is like an A-star political drama at the moment. Yeah, um, and it's going up against that, and it, I worry about that. But if anyone can do it, it's Bow Woman and and that bunch. So, you know, they should have given us the episodes early, Peppy. You know, like the rest of the uh, Star Wars websites and whatever. Did you the know? websites get them early? Yeah, like. Um, certain like outlets and all i had them like the embargo is tomorrow well today when this comes out um for Andor. and like people had the episodes like in august like some outlets but another wave has happened like today some more I people hope, i hope it's a roaring success i i, I, mean, I mean i that genuinely. I, I expect it to be from people i've spoken to i expect it to be divisive because uh, well, when it's Star Wars, but two, um, it's not like a typical Star Wars show, it's a lot slower, and I think a lot of fans are gonna be uh, not turned off by it, but like it goes against the norm for them, maybe. You know, if they if they don't consume a lot of TV, you know, like mm. if they consume, say, more of the franchise material, so Star Wars and, and Marvel and wherever, um, it might be a harder show to get into for them. Um, like Tony Gilroy himself has said, like he, he didn't put fan service in this show, um, and yeah, I guess slower oh. pace is what mean you wanted. You know what I mean? Like we're speaking sp of divisive, mate. Mm. Uh, Glass Onion has got universal praise. Oh yeah, that that reminds me. Um, the Bob Fantasy League for me is probably dead at this point. What, like, what are you waiting for? Oh, I was waiting for two films. Uh, Don't worry, darling, which has not gone over well, and uh, Babylon, which again, like Babylon can't save me. Even if that does get what I predicted, which was like eighty-two, um, I, it can't save me. Like, because currently, Don't worry, darling, it hasn't been released, so we don't count it yet. We count it when it hits release, or uh, we can release all one hundred and fifty reviews wherever it gets first. But from the festivals, Don't worry, darling's at like forty something percent, so. I'm gonna lose like 40 points if like that stays the same, you know. So you should realistically win. 
and Blonde is your last and next film, and that's got like an 80-something percent from the festivals. What did, uh, I, what did I say that at? I can't remember at the moment. I'll have a quick look. Um, but I think you had it like in the 80s. Um, 78% yeah. at the moment. You had 85% for Blonde. Okay. We're at 78%. I mean... Yeah. Regardless, as, as long as it middles around there, I don't take a huge hit, I should be alright. Yeah, like, I'm at 165 points, and that's with two films delayed, so I had, like, zero points from those. Um, and, yeah, I had I had the points for Lightyear and The Northman, but Don't Worry Darling has 80%, so if that does come around 40, I'm going to lose 40 points. And then Babylon I've got is 82%. Um, so I don't see a How way... You know, how many points am I? You are on two hundred and twenty-two at the moment. Okay. Uh, you've had all your films release. Uh, the only two you lost points on was Nope, which was twelve percent, uh, twelve points, and Doctor Strange, which you lost six points. Um, Nick is currently at minus seventy-six. <laughs> uh, but Nick, uh, Nick is the one who picked Glass Onion. Wow. Uh, he put that down as 88%. Well, we'll see, won't we? Um, and he also has Avatar 2 at 74%. So. Well, hope, hoping he gets on the... You hope he gets on the on the board, you know? On, on the positive, because I'm very excited. They're my two most anticipated films. Yeah, no, it's... I, I, Avatar, Way of Water, cast and crew, Vin Diesel, what? Oh yeah, Vin Diesel's in this, mate. Yeah, mate, I didn't even know. <laughs> you didn't know Vin Diesel was in this. I didn't know Vin Diesel was in the way of Avatar two. In the way of Avatar two, yeah. Um, no, he's in there, man. Uh, mate, he's got some crazy ideas for Fast <laughs> Fast Ten. Out of that, <laughs> yeah. Like I don't know, man. It's just what is. He, what is... Mate, if I see a if I see a blue Dominic Toretto, I'm going to be so happy. I don't I don't know what he what he is. I don't know what he's playing. I don't think we've seen him in a, in the trailer, right? Like, so, mate, sensational. Yeah, uh, must see three D experience now because of Big Vin. Wow, I see Vin Diesel. I go watch it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. All right then. I think that's it. That's done for the day. That's done. What? Yeah. Crippier with enthusiasm. Like this? Yeah. Crippier with enthusiasm.